This is Cat's Podcast, episode number 11. And I'm tuning into you from Germany, from back home. <laughs> so I've been back for a couple of weeks now and I've self-isolated, which I honestly quite liked. I really enjoyed it. So <laughs> I must have been longing for that space and maybe it's also part of my natural lifestyle. I don't know. I was just, um, yeah, I just felt really good, to be honest. But yeah, I hope you are good as well and I hope you're keeping up in a good way. And I know um, I've, been, I've been talking to friends, you know, all over the world. I've been talking to people from Canada and from the US and from Indonesia. And, you know, I've experienced the situation in New Zealand for a while. And now I see what's happening here in Germany. And it's really interesting because we're all in it, but we all perceive this situation so differently. I mean, of course we do, because we all have different circumstances we are in. And I know what I'm going to say in this episode might not resonate with everyone, because it might not be, or it might not match the the living situation of everyone here. I, for example, I don't have children and I know when you have children and you're working from home, it can be really tricky at the moment to cover that all in a good way and and not, you know, not be overwhelmed and yeah, just to manage that. So, and I have a lot of respect for that. And I also know that there are people out there who are not or who can't self-isolate at the moment, who have to do their jobs because they are nurses or they are other health workers or they work at the supermarket. And I know that these living situations are also maybe not... Um, You know, I'm I'm not sure how much you can relate to what I'm gonna say. So please don't feel offended, but I can only speak from my own situation. And um, maybe if you if you don't agree with everything, maybe there's at least crumbs you can pick out here and there. And of course, I hope that there are a few of you out there who this resonates with and. Um, Hopefully you can make use of it or it's it's helpful for you. So, um, yeah, being back in Germany, um, honestly, I was, um, I was surprised or almost overwhelmed by the instant calmness that I felt once I touched German soil. And I didn't expect that. And maybe that's why... I felt it so intensely and maybe that's why it feels so good. Of course, I had a certain notion of how it would be back at home, but I didn't expect it to be so so soothing and so calm and there's just such a quietness. I guess after all this decision-making in New Zealand, I'm just just happy to be back and actually it just, it just feels right. It feels right and good this here now. And it's interesting because I don't have the urge to go anywhere at the moment. Honestly, I just feel like being here, full stop. <laughs> Enjoying the calmness and the space. And, and 
space is one of the buzzwords of the episode today. Uh, coming from the space that I have here, you know, that the space that I'm experiencing at the moment physically and mentally, um, that's the space I that allows me to truly dive into a few things and to deepen practices and routines in certain areas of my life. And it's so funny because I don't know how the how the external circumstances or the greater universal plan provides us with what we need or what we've been longing for, but in a shape that we didn't expect at all. And that's what ha what's happening to me right now. And maybe you've had similar light bulb moments or situations where you were like, oh, that's actually something I was looking for so long or longing for for such a long time. And now it's here, but it's in a totally different shape. And I never expected it to be that way, but here it is. Um, so yeah, that's, that was just one of the observations I made over the past couple of weeks. And As I said, for me, self-isolation came as a gift and that's how I'm feeling. And I'm stressing that because what we create is always influenced by what we feel and experience. If you're a creative person or if you're writing or painting or creating music or whatever it is, I'm sure you can relate to that. You know, there's always stuff in our life that inspires us and influences what we do. So from my situation here at the moment, I had this, I had one thought coming to mind a few times and that thought made me, um, yeah, made me contemplate the space and time that self-isolation or these times now provide us with. And this thought is the following. Self-isolation is decreasing our options. I'm going to say it again. Self-isolation is decreasing our options. And through that, it's creating space. Space to go deep or to cultivate something new. So doing that by taking away other things. At the moment, we don't have a thousand things to choose from. You know, there's, there's limits to it. And self-isolation and the physical limits of this time, seeing that as a chance to go deep and to establish something new, to establish, you know, a true and lasting routine, for example, that's a major gift, I feel. Or that's at least what I've been feeling. And... That's why I want this episode to be, you know, a positive push. And I want it to be a reminder for you to keep the blank space, to keep the blank space. And, you know, it's okay to not do a thousand things right now. Or it's okay to not fill every moment of our newly gained time and space. And... I know that we in our Western societies, I tend to do that from time to time as well. You know, we tend to fill our 
calendars and our days with things and appointments and we busy ourselves and and even if we don't do that and we have blank space or we do nothing we still feel like we should be productive or we should be doing something and that's a hard one to unlearn but maybe this time can teach us something if we listen carefully maybe it can teach us to do things differently you know and I really want this episode to just be a heartfelt positive push for you to to be okay with not doing a lot or to be okay with your decision to just focus on two things or maybe just one thing that you really want to dive into so yeah that's what's what this is about hey and also you know maybe taking away the overwhelm that oftentimes comes with doing too many things at once i'm speaking from experience um sometimes i want to do this and that and this and that and this and that and i already feel that i can't really um dive into something completely or with enough focus because there's too much on my plate and i know it sometimes i of course i don't admit it always immediately to myself but it keeps me from having enough focus to dive into certain things or to commit enough or to have enough time to really dedicate myself to this one thing and yeah that's why I think that this time right now can be such a gift and it can take away the overwhelm and the constant sometimes mindless busyness and the go 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 and achieve mode and it also tells us to to just be so you can just be and you are allowed to just be because there's a lot going on so you don't even have to do something new but it's also okay to just be here and observe <laughs> but talking about just being and versus being um, constantly busy or productive or um, thinking that something's not going fast enough um, there's something that I've learned from creating daily routines. So I have a pretty good food routine, I'd say, you know, what I eat and how I prepare stuff. And that's something that's that's evolved over the past eight years. And I have my beloved morning routine, my non-negotiable. And um, I have other things as well. But what I've learned from that from creating these daily routines is the following. They take time. It takes time to create a routine. I mean, that's why it's called a routine. You have to do it regularly and you have to be doing it for a while to call it a routine. So time comes naturally with it. So you have to bring 
you know, some patience to this whole process. And so that's one thing. I will go back to that. And then, of course, consistency. Consistency is key. But for consistency, I feel that especially with creating routines, and this might also apply to, to other stuff, you gotta have space. So for consistency, I think it's it's really an advantage to have the space, be it physically or locally or mentally or all of these. So having that space is really an advantage to, to you know, to progress and to establish a routine, routine and to find into it and to do things again and again and again and to feel into it and to play around and to try things out and um yeah and that means that you have ideally you have some blank space on the side so you can try things and I find that at the moment I again that's not applicable or not feasible for for everyone but a lot of us you know now being at home a lot doing home office we can be more flexible with our time and that's a huge advantage for example coming back to the example of a morning routine maybe you don't usually you would have to get up at six to be able to do something for yourself before you have to go to the office Whereas now you can start maybe at seven. So you have a whole hour more where you can like explore or get up a little bit later. And it just, it's, it's just more flexible the time we have at the moment. And that's why it's such a great place, I think, to start with something like that. Um, but again, yeah, it's, I think it's crucial to not have every hour of the day fully planned out because you want to have that extra space to um, to find yourself into that new rhythm. Um, the other thing is, yes, I mean, I mentioned it already, patience and accepting the fact that some things take longer than you expect and maybe they are also harder to do than you thought. So there's no rushing the routine. <laughs> but um, also cut yourself some slack. I mean, these are demanding and surreal and challenging times. And routines are good and I love them, but you're not a robot. And be really kind with yourself. So... If you say, yes, I want to try something new or I really want to focus on, a, on, a, on two or three things right now and I want to dive deeper into them, try to keep up with the general intention and the general action. But then also make exceptions when you really can't do it. So, for example, if you have a day where you didn't sleep during the night or you have a really busy home office day then don't be hard on yourself or if there's something you know happening something extraordinary something that these times um, can really bring forward then don't be hard on yourself 
just skip that day and go on the next or the the day after you know just just being a little bit gentler with yourself and um i'll also let you in on something that i do so for example since being back here in germany i i haven't been super strict on my morning routine i do it definitely but um It's not the same every day. So I really feel into myself and um, um, what I need. So some mornings it might be a meditation and writing. Other mornings it might be a full asana practice and meditation and writing. Other mornings it might be just breath work and a meditation or breath work and writing. So it's always something that helps me ground and sets me up in a positive and empowered way for the day. But it's not always the same. So I really try to um, tune in and feel, okay, what would be the best for me for this day? And or do I have to adapt my routine so it re it's really supporting me? And I mean, that's what it comes down to in the end. Routines are there to support you. They are there to support you and to to help you de-stress and to help you feel good and not the other way around. So it's cool to have a routine and it's cool to cultivate it, but always be aware of how you feel with it. And if it's too overwhelming or if you can't do it one day, don't beat yourself up because of that. It's all good. Just be patient and start over the next day. <laughs> um, so I have one more aspect I want to bring into this. It's an aspect that might be interesting for you with regards to going deep and practice experience. And it's one thing that I think that can really help you because it's like this this time now this weird time the self-isolation it's decreasing our options and helping us to focus and to concentrate on on certain things and to thrive in certain things because of that because of the decreased options we see this reflected on other levels as well or or in other aspects as well and what came to my mind is natural rhythms so they have the same effect. They are also decreasing our option as to what to do when. Um, it's like it's really like a natural selection that empowers us to to thrive and to um, live in a healthier way or live with more energy, you know, more vitality. And so natural rhythms. This could be, for example, our daily rhythms. You know, there's like. Not every hour of the day has the same qualities as another. In Ayurveda, for example, that's what I find really fascinating. You have the Ayurveda clock or the Doshic clock, and it um, it divides the day into into um, basically what is it <laughs> into windows of of four hours. So you have like um, For example, the time from 
um, six o'clock in the morning until 10 a.m., which is the time, you know, to wake up, to do something that's good for you, to have a warming breakfast, to, to really ease into your day. And then you have the four hours from 10 to 2, which will be, okay, that's your really dedicated working time. That's where you should concentrate and, you know, get shit done and that's the go time and then you have a more creative time in the afternoon and then you go into the winding down time in the evening and also the time where you should fall asleep and then the same thing repeats um, during the night basically so that's really interesting and we can learn we can learn a lot from that and tuning into that helps us um, to to be more successful in certain areas or things will come easier when we do them a certain time of the day. And that's just one example for a natural rhythm that when we can tune into it is naturally decreasing our options and helping us to thrive. And other examples of those rhythms will be the moon cycle or, you know, the constellation of the stars in a bigger picture but also the 28-day cycle for women. And for us women, that plays a huge role. I mean, I'm no expert on this, but I again, I find this very, very fascinating because in this 28-day cycle, no day is like the other. So we have huge variations in our hormones and in our energy and... Um, basically how we should structure our day to to be able to go through it more more easily or more you know with more energy and so speaking about these natural rhythms tuning into them that's just um that's just a parallel that came to my mind when i thought about you know, these times and how they um, help us to naturally select and to focus on, on a few things and not on everything. And it's something I want to dive more into in upcoming podcast episodes. And yeah, if you're interested in that, definitely stay tuned. And I guess that's all for now for today. I think it's a short show, a short episode today. I hope you can take something out of it and incorporate it into your day. And also, if you have any questions about things or you want to establish a routine but you don't know where to start, please send me a message. I'm really super happy to help and... Also, if you have any feedback on this episode, send me an email. You can find it in the show notes or via the link in the show notes on the episode page. And yes, if you like this podcast in general, do me a favor and uh, leave a five-star rating on iTunes and maybe even a, a review if you're feeling really inspired. And no matter on what platform you're listening, hit that subscribe button because there are many more episodes coming up and I have really cool guests in the lineup. 
So stay tuned and stay safe, everyone. <laughs>